Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live.
all on you, boy. Welcome to life. By live, you in the building? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What yes, you sir. Got for a man, show all yours. Hello, good people. It's always a pleasure sharing my energy and voice and time with you. So Sunday, this is becoming our Sunday celebration. Well, we want to sit back and enjoy each other's company. So I'd like to thank y'all for tuning in. You know, time is precious. And Sunday turned out to be a beautiful Sunday. It's a little chilly, but now the weather is fine. So today, good people, I like to first of all wish y'all peace and love. Any dismay you have in uncertainties, insecurities, doubts, and all that is weather to the side. So, everything is good. The phone was just a little beepy. But we're here now, together, enjoying each other's company. But the main focus for today, people, is balance. Balance is the key to all. Balance. Balance. Balance is harmony. It's when you have two entities and they coexist. Keyword co. They cohabitate. It's getting opposites to attract and mingle. Sort of like what your parents did when they met each other. And then they conceived you. So harmony is extremely important. In the East, they call it yin-yang. But you can't have one without the other. This is a world of duality. And then you have cause and you have effect. You have decision and then you have action. And desire truly motivates all action. You hungry, so you get up and eat. You have to go to the restroom. So you get up and go to the bathroom. You're tired, so you lie down and sleep. These are simple, simple thoughts, but some people, had, it had never crossed their mind before. Why is it important? Because your desires differ from your needs. And one can outweigh the other. Ironically, from my observation, our desires have outweighed our needs. Yes, it happens a lot. So therefore, the, the focus is harmony. How do you get your needs to balance with your desire? like having a cake and eat it too. Can it be? Is it possible? Sure. 
and our finite intelligence. Well, I won't even say finite. Our minuscule understanding of how things work. We have not even a clue, most of us, of our needs. So we only follow, follow our desires. Point and taken. We desire chocolate cake, but do we have to eat the whole cake? Was a thin, nice slice good enough just to satisfy the taste and the desire of that craving? What we would probably need is leafy green vegetables and some hot tea. So we want to coexist, want to cohabitate, want to balance. And why am I saying this is so important? Because in my own personal life, and I always, if I present an issue, I have to present a solution. But in my own life, people always ask me, what do you eat? If you go to the doctor or they test your blood or something, they say everything's phenomenal. Because I try to balance, you know, in my diet, my thoughts and actions. Surely no man is perfect. No man. Not on the surface of this earth right now. So, that's why the balance is so, so important. Because if I have a green leafy salad for dinner one day, then the following day I can eat some Chinese food. I don't just eat green leafy salad every day, all day. I don't just want to eat Chinese food all day, every day. If I'm going to have juice or coffee or milk, I make sure that I have a certain amount of water. That's what I'm talking about when I say balance. You have to balance things. Like your checkbook, you know, you have to make sure that everything is working together to create harmony, not only in your physical being, but in your energy. And then that will create harmony around you if you affect your immediate environment. Cause and effect is another form of bringing about balance because if you have a good action, which is the cause. then the reaction from the decision that you decided to act on through your own desire will lead to a good outcome and not a bad one. People, I can't tell you how many people are in the grave or in a state institution because they've made one bad decision. The cause and effect of that bad decision led to their demise. Via death or unfortunate chain of events where they suffer dire consequences. Decisions should be balanced. I was in a meeting this morning and the, the whole meeting was about instinct. 
logic, intuitive nature, the difference in lower kingdom and higher kingdom. Where we have some creatures on this planet. Via, let's say, give you an example of a shark. If a shark is hungry, he will just eat. But here we believe that humans hopefully make conscious decisions in every action that they take. They don't feel hungry and just drop what they're doing and go eat. Hopefully not. Hopefully our lives are so occupied that we have things to do. And we're eating when we get to it. And hopefully we're balancing what we eat. But an interesting topic came up in that whole scenario. So the lesser kingdom would be more saying long lines of more an alligator, you know, or um, something in the wilderness where man abused this animal creature and said that this animal creature just lives on instinct, not believing that this life form is thinking crucially before it takes action. And we don't know the answer to that question fully. But an interesting scenario was brought up. The precognitive nature of the so-called lower kingdom at times seemed greater than the higher kingdom. Point and take. When there's an earthquake or storm brewing, even a fire or danger at, at, at any level. Nine times out of ten, the animals around you will sense it and react way before most people that are untrained can pay attention to this change in the frequency and vibration. So why is this important? It's important because that intuitive, precognitive nature is in you as well. But because of the distractions we have in our daily day life, we don't balance that energy or aspect or sense with other senses that we have. We lessen that one and heighten others unconsciously. So that's why this whole conversation about bringing about balance, people, is so, so important. You must balance your life. If you drive a lot, if you're not eating healthy, then sometimes you have to park your vehicle and you have to take a walk. You have to get fresh air and sunshine. You have to set a time so your body can rest via meditation or sleep. All this ties into what we talked about previously when we talked about discipline. Now you have to sacrifice to leverage. Leverage is the bridge between doing what you want to do and doing what you need to do or should be doing. Once you learn harmony, your relationships will improve. 
because you're factoring that you have to have time for friendship, time for intimacy, time for family, time for work, time for exercise, time for rest and relaxation. And worship if you believe in the deity. So hopefully you understand the importance of this attribute that you're given, free will that's installed in you, the decision you make. You could just live life as is, or you can actually make it better to better decision making. Now, obviously, as I stated earlier, no one is perfect. But if you stick to your time frame, let's say we have a pie chart. On that pie chart, we have sections, and in that section, we have segments dedicated to certain things. So the leverage, if this is family time, and this is friend time, and it's relationship time, and this is exercise time, there will be different numbers associated or portions associated with that particular segment. Now, how do you balance all this? Some of us spend more time at work than we do at home. When we get off work, we don't feel like exercising. We're trying to eat healthy. Grab a quick bite and go to bed. Well, how long do you think you want to do that before it kicks in and you see the cause and effect of that action. That's why this is important. It's important because you can automatically set up a routine where you, you, yourself, can force yourself into a routine by not jumping in the vehicle, by taking a walk, catching a trolley to work or school. See what I'm saying? And your exercise time coexists with the work time because it's called travel time. I don't know. Most of you utilize your Google Calendar. But if you look at your calendar or your daily planner or even in your phone, because that's where a lot of it is now, you'll see you have to do this when it's day at this time. Yeah, that could be a doctor's visit, it could be work-related, or it could be a family issue, or an event with friends in the evening. This is exactly what I'm talking about. But if you actually put it on a wall, let's say you got some construction paper, and you drew a circle, and you drew segments in that circle, and you looked at your life, and this is called time management. It's very, very, very important. And there are people that don't have this don't even know what it is. They heard about it, but they never thought they can apply it to their own life. They think it's just for executives or managers. No, this is for everybody because it helps you to become a better person. Time management factors into harmony because you want to harmonize your time frame where you're giving everything the, as much equal amount of time as possible. And by doing so, every aspect of your life improves. 
Yeah, it's not easy. It's a change. It's not doing what you want to do. But there's more than life to waking up, taking a shower, brushing your teeth, getting dressed, grabbing coffee or tea, punching the clock, going to lunch, punching the clock, going home, punching the clock, getting your home, dinner, bed. Some people follow this routine <clears throat> for years without any change. And then life becomes mundane, void, meaningless. Because there's no discipline in it, there's no structure, there's no foundation. It's just blissfully blowing in the wind. And I don't know if we can all think back, but let's try to go back to school. Grade school was fun, you know. Mom, dad, caretaker, wake you up. Get in the bathroom, wash up. Come down, have breakfast. Go to school. This was to help you build a routine. So you were forced into a routine, hopefully. So by high school, it really, really, really kicks in. You start to understand. You're getting up at 7 o'clock in the morning, getting in that shower, having breakfast, getting dressed, grabbing that book bag, and going to school. If we all can think back to that time. When you get to school, there's classes. So you have segment classes. Then after school, you have assignments or after school curriculum. Then when you get home, you have homework. See what I'm saying? So this whole education system was supposed to be designed to help you to structure your life in such a way. But we took it for granted, a lot of us, and we didn't appreciate it. Some did, some went further in college, and you really had to factor in time management because you had to make time because you were spending your hard-earned money to educate yourself better. So either it's swim or die, you're going discipline and stand up and take charge, or you're going to drown, you're going to flunk out and go home and, and get a W-2 job and try to make ends meet. So that's why it's so important. For those of us that are in children, teenagers, or young adult lives, to implement this, this time management, and how important it is, is critical. It's a matter of life and death. You know, I was at work, and uh, a young lady came in to take a test, and she almost started to cry because in her mind, she felt as though if I fail this test, I don't know what I'm going to do. Or she would have to get a two or three jobs just to maintain life on, on a normal, normal scale within the Western society. But by passing the test, it can help her to get a better job where she can only have one employer 
Now, beyond that, there's some people who, who, who didn't get it when they were going to high school. They didn't want to go to college. But they find themselves in what we call 1099 bracket, and they're an independent contractor. They work for themselves. They're responsible for their own taxes, deductions, and things of that nature, hopefully Social Security and stuff like that. Now, that seems very easy, but they have a responsibility before April 15th to pay part of what they earned to federal government because they had no deductions withdrawn from their income. So they have to have a certain amount of discipline. And then last but not least, the EIN, the Employee Identification Number holder, the business owner, rather than the sole proprietor, Limited liable partner, limited liable corporation, small corporate large corporate. Takes corporate structure, protocol, officers, insurances, HRs. It's a whole nother ballgame. And believe it or not, some people who barely got out of high school start very successful companies that succeed. Because you either have competency or incompetency in your life. And that's what this is boiling down to. In order to be competent at whatever you do, you need effective time management. Period. If you do not have effective time management, you will be called or considered incompetent in your performance will lack thereof and you won't be desired by those seeking your product or service. So harmony, an ancient philosophy from the East affects so many areas of life You know, a lot of people tuned into this call and they say, you know, harmony. You can be talking about anything or some ancient Chinese or Japanese philosophy. But it goes deeper into your own personal life. It goes way deeper into your personal life. So deep. Again. And if you don't have effective time management, you will not be successful at many, most things you do. And how critical is that? You can't finish school. You can't have a successful marriage. You won't work well. Discipline. That's what this boils down to. Because the elements of harmony are right before you is a matter of having a discipline to leverage. Leverage the time pie chart and implement things. So, I hope this sees some deep in the minds of every listener. If you want to call now or you want to listen to the pre-recorded 
webcast that's archived shortly after the call is ended. So yes, I have many, many calls that I have, these global conference calls where I've called in and had subject matter and have very few, you know, people comment on things that were said here. But in that same token, it is archived, so you can go back and listen to this from Mighty Dan. You can implement it, hopefully. But you must, must, must understand the importance of this. You might know somebody, you might say, well, man, they really like ambition. Is it? Is it truly ambition? They might. They might not have the desire to do much more than what they're doing, which maybe to us seems like not much. But if they create a routine and effective time management, I guarantee you can take anybody who you might think falls into that category of low ambition. The brother like myself, I work with the Women's Business Development Center, 1315 Chestnut Street, where they, they take ordinary women who have a clue about industry and they teach them how to become very successful business owners through a series of courses, of course. Most of the courses are paid through grants. So you take a single mother, let's say two children, she's working a W-2 position. It might even be in the medical field or something like that. Much. Her salary's okay, but she can be doing better. She always wanted to own a business, but didn't know how to go about it. So this organization helps her from class one to graduation. And by the time she's finished, her plan is set. Her capital is secured. Her site is purchased. Her website is up. And she's effectively networking with superior time management skills. The first time I seen it happen, I said, wow, this woman is working at Burger King. It was some welfare work program. She had to go to work in order to get keep getting her benefit. Now she owns six salons, two in LA and one in New York, three in Philadelphia. So she's franchising her model. And she's very thankful for the people who helped her along the way to get to where she needed to be. She had no time management skills. She needed to see a social worker and report to work. And a lot of times she was late because she had got people off her daycare. But when that effective time management effort kicked in and her ambition changed, her view changed, she went from employee to business owner. And 
And it's beautiful watching a, a caterpillar turn into a butterfly and spread his wings and take off. You know, it's something about not worrying about how you're going to catch the flight to get to L.A. or do have to go on a business meeting to secure a new account. And it, it's something when, you, when, you, when you're riding a coach and you're in your first class. Or you can just buy anything you want to go wherever you need. Not having the right people in place that you've mimicked yourself to put in charge of your business to make sure that it works. And this is very serious here, people. I'm telling you, it's a matter of life and death. Because if you go through life depending on somebody else to determine your tomorrow, that's not a bleak future. I mean, that future looks bleak. Think about it. You're putting the the power of your life in the hands of others. One day you can show up and they can say, you know, I don't need you anymore. I mean, is that real? I mean, of course, you might be compensated through uh, unemployment insurance or something like that. And, you know. But how long does that last? I'm not saying don't work. Yeah. Ain't nothing like having somebody else take the benefit out and take care of your needs. On the flip side, and that's the balance of it. There are two types of people in this world. There's some who can manage and respond and be responsible for their own needs. And there are people who leave a headache to someone else. I'll tell you one thing about working, one benefit about working. If the company cares for you and likes you, they're going to go and have you back. And then another thing about being W2 your social security is being paid and things of that nature. And if you stay with a company long enough, sometimes people get pensions, 401ks. And then you have people that don't want to let that go and do their own thing. So it's it's flip side, which is not bad, actually. You're going to make out either way, but without affecting time management, you won't keep the W-2 because you won't show up on time. You won't stay or you won't work effectively. But if you desire to be the one that can manage not only yourself, but the entire corporation, then it's possible. by the effective time management, what I'm saying here, not only will you exceed and surpass the people you work with, but you'll be chosen for a promotion and or kept in the position because you're well-liked, because you're doing your job well. And you're helping the company work more effectively. That's why. That's why I say it's a matter of life and death. You don't want to be that person who just shows up 
every now and then when they feel like it and do what they want to do. That's not, I mean, when time comes for those budgets to be met and things have to be cut, you would be the first person to have Whether you can be a super achiever, no matter what you do. And again, by no means am I telling anybody don't have to be W-2. That's not what I'm saying. W-2 can work out. You get with the right company. Again, and they they dig you and you dig them. You can stay there for a very long time, especially if they like you. So, all that ties into what? Harmony and your personal life. And no, I'm not a motivational speaker. I could be, but I'm not. I mean, that's not my title. I just see things. I see positive things and I see negative things. So you build with the positive and you keep it moving. But if there's something negative or something that's not affecting people in a negative way, rather, I'll put it, then it can be approved upon. And it's not my job to bring something up to people that they lack without giving them a solution. Some people that know of this will let you walk through life and won't say anything to you. Just let you go on the path that you need to be on. And just that's it for you. And that's how they feel. You'll learn one day or you won't. But the fact is, if you called me or if you listen to this on the archive, it's for a reason, because nothing happens by coincidence. You needed to hear that. Why? Because change is coming in your life. And that change cannot come until you do something different. Ah, I'm telling you, there are two lives you're supposed to be living the path you on now because of the decisions you made and then there's another life that awaits you when you're ready to embrace that life. So yeah, I'm telling you people, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I already know what's going to happen. I already know that once you implement some form of discipline in your life, and you put leverage, and you sacrifice time, and you balance their whole time chart. I already know what's going to happen to you. You're going to evolve. You're going to look back at your life a year from now, and you're like, wow, you're going to see the difference. You're going to see the difference. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's a beautiful thing. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. But again, it starts, you know, you you, you gotta crawl before you walk. You gotta walk before you run. That's why in the beginning I was talking about your diet. You have to make subtle changes. Balance your diet. You eat a lot of sugar, cut back on the sugar. 
you know, eating a lot of chocolate, cut back on it. Eating a lot of meat, cut back on it. I ain't saying you have to stop, but cut back. You know, that the half an hour you give yourself to eat breakfast, breakfast lunch, and dinner. Change it up. Don't always do the same thing. I'm telling you. You'll look back and you'll say, wow, look at this. You want to change your diet, you change who you are, what you eat, you change who you are as, as a being, as an individual. Once you make more time for family or relaxation or exercise or worship or, or whatever the situation may be for you, things will be different because you're saying, hmm, Paul's here. Instead of going home after work, eating dinner and going to bed, I'm going to do this routine or that routine before I go to bed. I'm going to read this chapter. I'm going to write two pages. I'm going to walk in place. I'm going to call my mother for half an hour and just talk to her. I'm going to spend time with my grandparent in nursing home. I'm going to talk to my manager at work. I'm going to apply for that new position. I want to take that class to start that nonprofit. Because if you don't have the, the disciplinary factories in place, you're not going to succeed that much. That's why the subtle starts will help you build. So when you're in that situation, you can handle it well and you won't fail. I appreciate constructive criticism, and that's all this is. So if you think it is, you know, I'm not here to hurt your feelings. I'm not talking down to you. But truth is truth, and proof is in the pudding. And don't judge me on it, because I make it look easy. Because it's, it's almost a lifestyle, you know. When there's a change in routine, I accept it so well that it's not even funny. But trust and believe it ain't easy being cheesy. People laugh when I say it, but it's not funny. Cause, I mean, I don't know if you even can fathom the kind of life that people like Nikola Tesla or Bill Gates, you know, individuals who started some massive companies and staying on top of that company and, and continue to grow its success. The time management that they had to have, you know, their executive assistants, their officers, 
it was not a game, you know. The, the, the security, the antitrust, you know, all, all these factors of keeping these thousands of people focused, loyal, and dedicated. It, it, the, the, the stresses, you know. Steve Jobs, the man who started Apple. I don't know if you watch his movie or his autobiography, but it's not easy. He was forced out of his company three times by his own friends. Of course, he got it back, you know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> He'd go home to his wife, and then and it's just confusion at home, you know, because he's stressed about work, you know, things like that. Now, that. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. It's not easy. You just see the end result. You see people smiling on TV with a tuxedo, but you, or or, or very nice dress and heels, but you, you probably couldn't fathom what they are going through. Personally, Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey, very successful television host, actress, business owner, network owner now, you know. Female billionaire, and, and I mean, what she has to go through on a daily basis is, is phenomenal. I mean, it's probably easier now, and she's got it to a, a rhythm where she's probably, and they follow her around with cameras, you can see that it looks almost as if it's natural, as if it's second nature. You can make things look easy because it becomes who you are as you're being. It's what you do. You don't even think about it. It's more of a reaction. It's like instinctual. It's an instinct. Like they was talking about the Lord Kingdom. It's just a reaction to the nature of 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 the life. So yeah, I mean I have been in many facets of industry, seen things, created things, sold things. You know, and you learn how to weather a storm or ride a wave or get on board before the public finds out. You know, things of this nature. So that's why karma and good decision and harmony is so important. And you have to karma, and karma is true. You can't, you know, people think that, you know, oh, you got to step on as many people as you can to get ahead. That's not life. That's not reality. You got to be careful of the bridges you burn. Because that man vacuuming your floor could be the beholder. That dishwasher could be the beholder. The janitor can be your beholder. What I mean by that is you never know the situation of the individual you're talking to and who they know and what they know and what they're capable of and how networking with many people can actually benefit you. I'll tell you one thing that uh, Bill Gates knew. He knew that his janitorial staff was the most crucial part of his infrastructure because they had access cards to go in any room and you can read anything, laying on the desk, they can touch any computer. You know, they remove things from offices. They listen to people and they had their side conversations. They knew the ups and downs. So what did he do? He hired them internally. He gave them a stock option. 
And I think uh, the first group, the first 20, uh, are sitting on a large chunk of Microsoft. I mean, they, they're well off. But who would think that the that particular staff will be the, one of the most important parts of your infrastructure? See what I'm saying? You can have the best restaurant in any city. If they don't have an effective, disciplined dishwasher, how good is that restaurant going to operate? Not good at all. The best food can be cooked, but what is it going to be served on? How will it be plated? Everybody's important. Everybody. Yeah, that's deep. <laughs> it's so true. And that's what I mean about having the, the, the harmony and the discipline. Because when you become effective, when you become an asset and you're not a liability, people understand that. Okay? So that's the important part of this, people. Because they're harming me. Again, and I don't mean to keep drawing them, but I want you to hear me. And the leverage that you do in your own little personal life will affect other things, other areas. And the outcome will be so beneficial. That again, when you look back in your life, you, 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 I mean, tears, you'll, you'll, you'll become emotional of the change that has taken place, not only in you, but the people around you, because there are people watching you whether you know it or not. I don't care if you think you're the most insignificant person in the universe, somebody's watching you. Somebody see that you have a routine. Somebody see how you interact with people. Somebody's watching. And you're affecting them unconsciously. You know, when I join anything, you know, if if, if, if I sign a contract to say I'm going to work with a particular company for a certain amount of time, during that period of time, I don't just represent myself. I represent that entire company. I mean, people think like that. You know, if you had a guy on TV and he said, uh, you know, he did something crazy, and the media came out, they're going to say, oh, this guy worked at such and such, did this. Nine times out of ten. So people don't really look at it that deep, but it is. And I didn't look at it that deep until I actually got involved in certain things. And people informed me, listen, your actions are very important because if you do something wrong, they're not going to say he did something wrong. They're going to say, look what they do. They mean us, all of us. I said, man. <laughs> so one no more... You couldn't be outside using no profane language. Not that I did that. You don't want to get no altercation. 
you know, you don't want to be allocated or accused of anything. Because how you, why would you want to make thousands or millions or, or you know what I mean? Why would you want to make up that many other people look bad? Because of a bad decision you made. Not only is that selfish, but inconsiderate. Man, that's how deep this is, man. This is deep. This is some serious stuff here. And people that really know me, you couldn't really say anything too too negative about me. They're going to say, I know this brother. That's not his character. That's not even in his being. He don't even think like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm coming from, right there. Because of the, 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 the structure that you set up, the discipline, the time management. It affects behavior and decision because you're you're tying in things. You, you have to actually, so you'll start to tie in things, so the time frame can be equal. So the commute to your company or your job will tie into your exercise time somehow. Okay, dinner time will be tied into family time. It has to. In order, you know what I mean? You you'll start overlapping certain segments into other segments. That's exactly what's going to happen in order to become successful. There's no way you're going to say, "Okay, this this half an hour is over. I have to start doing this." No, you have to incorporate other things into other things, but in a way in which. It, it coexists perfectly because dinner time should be family time. See what I'm saying? You commute to work should be some form of exercise time. If you're just getting there half an hour early and walking, taking a walk outside, or, or, or taking a little longer route and parking somewhere on the other side and walking the way you need to do And my favorite is entertainment time. You, have, you should make time for some form of entertainment for yourself. If it's just movie time, that should be incorporated in family time. Think about it. So dinner time, family time, entertainment time can can coexist. And then most importantly, especially for the brothers, I know you can relate to this, me time. There is a time in your day, I don't care if it's an hour or half an hour, you need to be alone for a minute and just decompress. You know, I I always factor that into the hygiene area, you know, because the bathroom, most people don't go in the bathroom with other people. So if you're taking a shower in the morning or at evening, that's the time when you're alone. You can really do a lot of crucial thinking. When you're brushing your teeth, shaving your face, you know, moisturizing your head, hair, or whatever it is that you do. Clipping your nails, fixing your feet, or whatever. You know, that's that me time. And then it becomes automatic where it just is who you are. 
you get to the point where you don't even think about it. It's an instinct called instinctual. You just do it. You know, you automatically know that this time goes with that time because that can coexist and that can knock out two segments very easily. Man, I'm telling you, and once you get that whole time management thing down, you do anything. The confidence level changes. Because you know in your mind, I can factor in and move a segment over here and put that segment in there. And eventually you're going to coincide that segment, even if you got to move it to the other side of the chart. And it's going to harmonize with another segment. And you're going to be able to do two things at once, somehow, either before or after, hopefully never at the same time. Even though some of us can multitask, but it's good to focus on one task at a time, if you know what I mean. So this whole management conversation is for everybody. Because if you are just washing dishes at a nice restaurant, let's say the double eagle, you don't realize how important you are. If nobody was back there cleaning any utensils, that restaurant would not function properly. They would ask someone else to do it, and they're not effective as you, then what? They're not going to have clean dishes? Or they're not going to have the output that they need to have at a certain time so they can function properly? Think about it. They didn't have a guy coming up, picking up the stuff off the table to clear the table for the next client. Who would want to stay in an institution like that? I wouldn't give them my money if my plate was dirty and the table wasn't clean tossed. That's how important you are. The hostess, the person that greets you in the front to sit you down, they got a bad attitude and don't want to do their job, you can sense that. And it's going to make you not come back there. Not going to pay $75 for a piece of meat to be treated bad. So all this is crucial. You are important, no matter what you're doing. You're very, very, very important. I mean, as a whole, as society, if the police went on strike, what do you think would happen? Can you imagine the crime that would take place? Oh, my goodness. Talking about gun law and gun control, if the police ever went on strike, which they can't, but if they did, it would be a problem. Let's say the sanitation workers went on strike, which they can't. How much trash will pile up on the street? Then you have a rodent problem, and then a disease problem, and then a CDC problem. Everybody's important. They're important if they have the time management and if they don't. That's how this thing is going. But those that can manage time well will be promoted. And looked upon favorable, it'll be called what you call desired or desirable and competent. 
So, harmony is time management. Time management is harmony. Communication is key in any relationship. V is work, home, family. Communication is key. How you articulate yourself is very important. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where somebody told you choose your next words wisely. That means the situation is critical. And the very thing that comes out of your mouth will determine your future. So, that's why all this is important. And I know, like, man, I know y'all, some of y'all, like, you know, a lot of y'all know what I'm talking about because y'all in positions, y'all supervisors, managers, you know what I mean? Or you just know your worth, you know your potential, you know your disciplinary, self-disciplinary behavior. But there's some that will listen to this today or in the future, and it's probably the first time they're hearing it and didn't know how critical it was. Especially as a parent. Because not only are you a friend, but you're a mentor, as well as a parent. And children mimic what's in front of them. When you have effective time management skills, your children will have effective time management skills. Because it'll be automatic. You know? I was fortunate enough to have my father and grandfather in my life, and they both were military men. So they knew. They knew what it was, you know <laughs> They knew, like, in the military, if you was on time, you was late. And they wasn't straight. It it was just how they were. It became natural to them to, to be a certain way. And for me to witness that, witness being key words, seeing two male examples, and then my mother being uh, a, a corporate executive, she had to have effective time management skills. And she did. So seeing my mother living the way she lived as being effective time management and seeing my father being ex-military and then getting into law enforcement and seeing my grandfather manage hotels and franchising convenience stores, like Sunoco and things of that nature, seeing that they had to have the effective time management skills in order to be successful, because if they didn't, they just wouldn't survive. And then hiring and keeping those that had effective time management skills, and those that didn't fell off, and those that did stay, got promoted, and things of that nature. Everybody didn't have that kind of exposure. I understand that, people. But for someone who witnessed it and can tell you that is the secret to success, but this is it. There's no coincidence. Okay? There's no secret thing you got to do in a dark room. You just got to slowly implement discipline and structure in your life. And your life will change. 
This is the key to success. No matter what you're doing, you're going to become better at it. I like to challenge myself. I'll take on something that I've never done before just because I've never done it, just to see if I can master the task of doing it. I ain't talking about drugs. You know. I'm talking about a, a particular situation. You know? Right. And and that's just how how it is. But that's me. Everybody's not me. I can't put everybody in my shoes. And believe me, I'm not trying to. But if there's an area of improvement, I really would like to see people try to implement that improvement as fast as possible. Because once you start, once you start that improvement process, things become 10 times better for you as an individual. And you might want to thank me. But pat yourself on the back. You know, when that, that, that segment comes for dinner time, you know, try to balance that diet and do two things. Eat something healthy. And get what you want. See, the pie chart and the segment, it even gets down to how you eat. You a lot of us eat too much.
Yes, 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 I'm back. Somebody was trying to call in. And, and yeah, the call is live. The call is live. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we have little technical difficulties, but, you know, everything's back together. So, good people, I'm, I hope. Caller, caller, you're live. Caller, you're live. You can speak. Okay, good brother. Peace and love, caller. How can I help you? Carly, you have to unmute your phone. I don't know. I think you unmuted your phone. But while we're talking and waiting for the caller, hey, people, this is South City Radio where we practice freedom of speech, freedom to grow, and freedom to learn and know. That's why I call it South City Radio. But what I really do is want y'all to be real, be safe, and sure enough, better be ready. Now, look, if you want to do something, dial that number, 724-444-7444. The pin number right here for life, where I live, is 145-343-POUND. Then you got to push one pound into the show and start eight to talk. And I see you got other people talking while I'm talking on the radio. But, yo, um, hello. How y'all doing, people? Welcome to South City Radio. While I live... Yes, sir. Yo, sir. Yo, how you doing? Yeah, what's going on, man? I know you got a hell of a topic. Oh, yeah, brother. I'm trying to trying to show the difference. Yeah, and we, got we, person, we got a person uh, that was a caller, and I don't know if they don't understand. They already unmuted. They unmuted? Caller, caller, how you doing, caller? Uh, one person is asking, what's your topic? The topic is harmony. It's the balance we bring in our own life and how important it is in every aspect outside of our own life, how it affects other things that we interact with consciously and unconsciously. Balance, people. Balance. Harmony is balance. And balance is harmony. It's like a scale. Because yeah, it's live. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, Colin? It's DJ Sony Joy. How you doing? Hey, sister. How you doing? I'm all right. All right. Listen to you talking about some deep topics on here again. Here we go. Yeah, the time management is important. I don't care if you're the manager or the janitor. You you know that. <laughs> hey, listen. You understand? Yeah. yeah, I hear you. I hear you. We all important. Harmony. Harmony. Well, yeah, it's about the whole thing about being in sync and life and that energy because you, when you go to work, they got to be in harmony in some, some respect because you got to get things, things accomplished and have some production and some quality going on. So you got to have some harmony somewhere. Right. You know, I mean, the Eagles couldn't have won a Super Bowl if they wasn't working as a team. Teamwork takes what? Harmony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah, 
Your show is very successful. And the people you work with, you build a strong relationship with, and y'all work well together, and that's why the show is so successful, right, sister? That's what I believe. Yeah, I believe that. Exactly. But imagine. True. Imagine you had that in every area of your life. Wow. If I did, it would be awesome. But, you know, we when we do have a, a disconnection or unbalance or the things that cause a rift, so to speak, we have to get back on track, you know, to get to the heart of the matter to find out, you know, where do we go off track, so to speak. Where do we go off track to get back on track and then regroup, you know? To, if you to can. Huh? If you can, if it's not too far gone. If you can, yes. If you can, and sometimes it takes it takes separation. <laughs> it takes a a little bit of a disconnect to get away from some things too, as well, to see what was causing the imbalance. There's a whole bunch of stuff. Your topic, your topic is deep. You know, that's a, that's a it's a really good topic. Really good topic. Well, I'm well. You know, mainly the the, the time management thing. You know, if you can effectively effectively implement time management. The improvement in your own life will be, I mean, light years. You know that already. You know that already. I learned that from you. I learned from other people. Mm-hmm. And one particular person I can think about right now, she probably wouldn't even think I was talking, you know, I'm talking about her. But when I was in uh, the organized church religion, mm-hmm. it was a young lady that uh, was the minister of education going to school, getting degrees, like bachelor's degrees and master's degrees, and, I mean, <clears throat> still handling all the church business, I mean, and did it with expertise. I mean, did it with perfection. Um, did she have a family or she didn't have a family? But still the balance of even to have the mindset to do these things and the discipline and the, and the whew, motivation, it takes a lot of things still to have that balance. and. It just seemed like she was right on, right on, right on with it. And she was very inspirational to me that, you know, focus on things you need to do and accomplish and just and go for it. Go for it. You know, don't let anything stop you from getting what you got, you got to get and do what you got to do. But also you got to be working in sync with other people. She still was affecting other people. People's lives, not really knowing it, I guess. But um, very interesting to see, you know, that um, that balance work one else's life. Listen, I learned the hard way. I was take I, I worked overnight in eight. I was taking um, graduate classes on St. Line Avenue and then teaching at the same time during the day after class. You really so, gotta... <laughs> you, so time management was like life or death at that moment in my life. It was like you, you can't teach a class after you went to class and then factor in the sleep and then time to go to work and then start the whole routine again the next day, you know. And that and that went on until 2011. So for three and a half years, I did all three. Well, let's do that. Let's do that to the 10th power. And put yourself in a woman's shoes. And I can respect my, my dear darling daughter, who is a nurse, 
who is a mother, who is a wife, but a mother of six children, mm. one, through, one through 16. Wow. And, and she has to manage the household as well. And mm. I forgot, because don't forget the dog. Got to count the dog, Nikki. <laughs> and has to manage the household and be a wife and be a mother and work a, a, a job with only the weekends, but she has to put in uh, 36 hours a week or 24 hours a week working mm-hmm. as a nurse. And thank God she, she took the, the ambition to go to school to get her mm-hmm. master's degree, master's degree. And now I must go back to get her master's degree. And I'm yeah. like, uh, yeah. <laughs> that mindset, you know, to still the aspiration to achieve the things she wants to achieve because the bedside nursing is, is very, it's a very difficult field. And I trust it to the 10th hour because I'm just thinking about the motivation it takes, the ambition it takes to just, you know, to be a mother. You already have a, a successful career, but to also want to still aspire to do more. And for the six children, that's a lot. That's mm. a lot. A lot. And, wow. still, and still want to achieve balance with a husband. And how oh, my. My. <laughs> you know, you look at the job of the average female, and I, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, um, a, a wife, most wives, you know, they, they, they're up early. They're getting breakfast and lunch. Um, everybody's going to have breakfast. They got to get ready to school or work or whatever they're doing. And then she got to get herself together. And then when she get off, she got to start that whole routine together for the nighttime. And, you know, it's just, and, and a lot of times it is the wife. There's, and it's like, whoa, like how can one person do all that? That's what I'm saying, time six, and still be a nurturer. Hello. <laughs> so I'm going to throw that out there. <laughs> I said to the 10th hour, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot. But um, And then we think that we still need to take care of ourselves on top of it. It's not, we don't right. do good at that. We don't do good at that all the time. You know, if, if, if the average male had to do it, I don't think most of us would, 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 would last too long. We wouldn't do too much of a good I mean, some of us do it. Some of us but, do. Yeah, you guys do, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some of us do, but most of I don't know. I mean, that, I mean that's 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 um not that's effective time management and multitasking and still sacrificing your own self yeah. for others. And a lot well, of us forget. To forget this, and, and we we saw our parents in nursing homes after all the hard work they did, you know. My my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you saying, sis? No, I was going to just agree with what you were saying. You know, nursing mm-hmm. home part took me for a loop just now. You said that at the end because my mom is being um, nursed in place, and I, you know, she's ninety one, so I have to be mindful of what my my responsibilities are with her, and it mm-hmm. just to be difficult at times. And I heard a minister say, <clears throat> well, on the, um, she on the TV today because she, she watches a lot of uh, stuff on TV. She's handicapped. But, uh, mm-hmm. And what the minister was saying that a lot of times a person is being taken care of by a loved one, or even another mm-hmm. loved one, the one taking the care of one while I'm getting sick and going before the person that they've been taken care of. It happens a lot when you think because of the stress of taking care of the person besides yourself. And mm-hmm. I mentioned about the mother, mother times 10 or times mm-hmm. 6 or whatever, because 10th hour, that heart disease rate for women has escalated. It's not the number one killer. More than breast cancer, more than more than uh, lung cancer, more than other things that are that are plaguing women. Heart disease is more more prominent than anything before, than ever in our life for women. Mm. Number one, wow. number one killer of women, and we they don't, they don't talk about that much at all. Mm. You know, and it's so sad because we don't take care of ourselves as much, much as we should, but we're always a nurturer. And always the caregiver for so many people in our lives. 
and we got to get back taken care of. So even with that, when I mentioned that, she still goes. My daughter still goes to the YMCA and, and works out. She's young, but she's in her thirties. Works out, and so she, these are the children. Children the same thing. They do track. They were actually doing some piano lessons and the violin. I was like, how's she doing all this stuff? I, I shake my head like, whoa. I had three children. <laughs> like I shake my head. Wow. And that's what I always say. But I always I try to help as much as I can. But but I hope that I help her or not. She's still doing mm-hmm. what she needs to do for the children. But I help her or not. Now, you're a mother, so you know it ain't no day off. Ain't no, I, I, I can call out sick today. No. No, it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, even in your sleep. I don't even know how, I, I'm telling you, I don't know how I see some women doing it, but they do it. And it's like, wow. And But the nurse home thing wasn't a, a, um, a blow to anybody. It's just that if, if somebody, like my grandmother had a stroke. And she was being taken care of by loved ones. It didn't work out. Like they started to get sick, then they developed cancer. And then they had a stroke. And then the care caregiver had a stroke. Then they both had strokes. And they, and so I told you. I told you. Yeah. So, so I mean, I'm not laughing. I'm just saying it was just it was a headache. But when people got go to those homes or things of that nature, or assistant care living or things like that, then. People should visit more often. I visit my grandmother often, and um, a lot of people in the institutions, they ha- they don't even have visitors or phone calls. You know, people don't check up on them. They just leave them there, you know? It's sad. It is a sad state of affairs. I agree with you. Yeah. It's like it's lost and forgotten. But let me tell you something. My mm. mom will never be lost and forgotten. She's in the living room in her own house, mm. <laughs> and, and that's her lady. And she said, I will not go to the nursing home. We was like, well, no problem. <laughs> can't, can't make you go to your house. <laughs> so, you know, that thing is that tell them I'm balanced. And I thank you for this topic. It's a, it's a great topic. But it does give us a warning, mm. you know, to take care of ourselves and to maintain that balance if we can. Do all we need to do to maintain the balance. Because it does get yeah. out of the time. Yeah. Ooh, that's so important. Not to just start it, but to keep it. Sister, you on the money. And again, the sister was talking about me time. That me time is a reflection of your own health, people. You know, again, how's your sleep time? How's your diet time? How's your meditation time? How's your relaxation time? And how's your overall health? Is your mouth okay? Is your body okay? Are you spiritually, mentally, and physically okay? And yes, you must check all three levels. The man in the white coat can only diagnose what's wrong with the physical body. The psychiatrist can tell you what's going on in the head. You should know what's going on in your own spirit. It ain't no joke. Life ain't easy, and it didn't come with a handbook of instructions. Okay? So, I mean, I, 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 I applaud the sister who was on the line and shared what she shared because that's real. That is real, and that's life. That's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You know, I know some sisters holding it down, three, four children, their own home, car, you know, job or business, and the job that they do day in and day out. You know, to have anybody disrespect them or put them down in any way, shape, shape, form, or fashion is unacceptable. I know sisters 
raised their own kids and now taking care of their, own, their grandkids. They did it already, got free, said they were going to enjoy life, now they grandparents. They parents all over again. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You know, a caregiver for any new life, it takes a village to raise a child anyway. It's not a job for one person. It's important. But that's what I was touching on earlier when I was saying that there are people watching you. You're affecting others whether you know it or not, subconsciously or consciously. Now, when I was teaching computer literacy at the community center, which is at a church, the church had bought a whole bunch of new computers, and they heard that I was going to school and I had to do an internship for, you know, the graduate program. They said, okay, this is a perfect opportunity. We'll, we'll open up our computer lab to the community, and there are people in the community who don't know how to operate Windows. So we went from Windows to Gmail, and teaching these sisters, it was a whole classroom full of sisters. It was like 20 sisters, you know, middle-aged sisters. Some of them knew how to type, you know, on a Word document, but to open a Word document, you know, the perform Excel tasks, PowerPoint, things of that nature. You know, Excel is a little challenging for some, and now it's so easy. The way that they formatted uh, Excel now is just is child's play. But in the beginning, you know, Excel was complicated to people. It's spreadsheets. So, um, yeah, it was, so time management was very effective because, you know, you wanted to be there before they got there, and you want to have the curriculum for that day and tomorrow, for the rest of the week and the next week. I always try to do the class two weeks out in advance. But, yeah, people, when you when you uh, you live life a certain way, you have to have effective time management, or you just it's not going to work. Something going to give. So, you know, I um, I applaud all those, male, female, moms, grandmoms, fathers, sons, uncles, aunts, cousins, that are assisting those that are trying to improve a situation in a positive way. You know? I'd rather them in school and working and waiting to bust you in your head when you get home, you know. You know, so you know so we want the positive energy to flourish. You know, no, you know, let's try to deaden the negativity. You know, it it'll rise up in some somewhere, somehow. But we focusing on a positive right now. We know there are other things out here. And again, I'm so glad for the sister who informed us about her daughter, but her children, and handling her business. I love that. I love to see it. I love to see how the children are seeing it. Okay? Very important. Very, very important. Yeah. But through it all, 
at the end of the day, do the best you can. Don't get disappointed with yourself if you fail at something once or twice. I'm not saying being, you know, being content with constant failure. But the first time you try this, it's going to be a little overwhelming. But if you can get a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil, you can draw a circle. You can draw a line through that circle. And you can draw another line across that circle. This is four segments within the circle now. And write a segment, a title of that segment. Work, school, dinner, rest. That's a very simple chart. But let me tell you how it evolves. One day when you go to Fidelity or a financial institution, you know, Merle Lynch or, you know, something of that nature, and they have something called a portfolio, and they tell you about a well-diverse portfolio, and you're going to think back to the circle I told you to draw, and you're going to say, man, <laughs> I came along. <laughs> you're going to say, I came from talking about how I'm going to go to work. To how I'm going to diversify a portfolio. You know what I mean? How you going to have your your NASDAQ and your Dow Jones, you know, your blue chip, you know, your aggressive, your bullish and your bear, you know, your foreign, your cash, your tech now, your crypto. You know, how you going to diversify this thing? So the pie chart is important. And you should have learned in a school. You probably did and didn't pay any attention. Next time you order a pizza, look at the pizza. There's eight slices in it. Why eight? The reason is eight. The octave, you get eight equally slices if you do a pie in eight segments. But I ain't trying to get too too uh, complicated right now. You'll figure that out eventually. And I don't want to stop you at eight. Because, you know, octave is where a common individual is supposed to stop and pause, yield. Some of us have 12 segments in our chart. Okay. And some of have more than that. You know, their pies really chopped up. And they doing it. But writing it down and effectively implementing it is much more important. Okay? Even if you, you color code, so, you know, because the brain sees and color differently. You know, like a, a Simon Says machine. And somebody's phone is still on. So that's how important it is, people. Hello? Can you mute your phone, please, before I mute it? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's the system. Her phone wasn't um, muted yet, brother. Okay. Thank you. So as far as the entertainment side of things, I'll give you an example. Let's say, you know, the average entertainer. 
you know, um, you, you talk to people when they crew, what they call crew, or they people, you know, or they entourage, or you know, anybody in a team, man. I'll put it like that. And and they'll tell you, you know, they meet a lot of people with talent, but they don't have that business side of the business implemented properly because they didn't follow this simple rule early on. I mean, hopefully they'll get it together, and especially if they want to be successful. But no matter where you go in life, when you master this, you're successful. Period. Period. I'm trying to tell you. You can't pay for this type of information. Schools ain't teaching it. I, mean, I I think they have a class on time management, but they, they don't even get that deep on. They just try to tell you, you know, be on time you know, fifteen minutes early wherever you need to be, blah blah blah. You know, I think Wharton might have a program in the MBA course. And then the whole class is just on this. And yes, Wharton, the best business school in the world is right here in Philadelphia. It's on University of Penn campus. And yes, they offer classes to anybody for seventy-five dollars for people that are entrepreneurs and thinking about, or entertainers thinking about, you know, advancing their career. And this time management course is this called the Wharton Small School of Small Business. Wharton School of Small Business classes for anybody. They start at seventy-five. It's a twenty-five-hour registration fee. And there's a 12 course. I think total the course totals out at 300 and like 60, 60 dollars, 65 dollars, something like that. If you take all the courses, and you get the certificate at the end of the course saying you have a warden certificate for uh, small business development. One of the things they do offer at the Women's Business Development Center on 1315 Walnut Street. So, uh, yeah, people, uh, I'm telling you, when you master this, you can go anywhere. And those entertainers that you know via actor, rapper, singer, performer, DJ, talk show, host, Satellite talk show, whomever, wherever, however. Once you get down to time management, ain't no stopping you. Ain't no stopping you. You're going to be there before you're supposed to be there. You'll be doing what you're supposed to be doing. You'll have what you need to have prior to even people asking you for it. So when it comes time to go into some studio or doing a tour or sound check, you know, security check, flight time, hotel, check-in, that whole kit and caboodle. You don't have it down packed because you already knew how to time management yourself early on before you even got there. That's for anybody that's trying to get into the industry right now. Anything you want to do in life, once you master your time management, once you bring harmony to the balance, of that 24-hour period, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, then you got it. You got it. Let's start with the day-to-day concept. 
Next thing you know, you know your five, your nine to five Monday through Friday, then boom. You, you, you plan in the week on your next chart. You're like, wow, because you already know. You got charts within charts. So you got days, which is 360. You got weeks, which is seven. You got months, which is 30 on average. And you got 12 of them. Hello. This is the start of the 24-hour day. Then the seven day. Week, seven days in a week. 24-hour day, then the seven day of the week. Next thing you know, your whole month. You're going to look at your Google Calendar, you're like, wow. And I, and once you put it on paper, then go on your phone. Open up that little icon called Calendar. Okay. Type it in. Don't just do it for recreation. Have it there. The backup. You ever lose the paper? It's on the phone. The phone won't remind you now. See, with the phone, is easy, y'all. Come on, man. We used to have these little handheld daily planners. These little, little like a Bible almost. We used to walk around with it. It had color-coded tags. And, you know, had to turn to this page Things that were circled or highlighted, you knew that was important to stand out to you, you know, and that's how we had to function, man. With this phone, man, it's just, it's, come on. The phone, the buzz, and you pick, look at the phone, oh, you got a meeting at 3 o'clock. You know, then you got a dinner appointment at 7. Be home by 10 to talk to such and such. You got a conference call in the morning at 6 a.m. Okay, you got a management meeting, you know, up in Wilkesboro after the conference call. Then you got to come back down into this, the location of the site and implement what you just heard through that born phone con- phone conference and that long meeting and implement it down to the people under you. Well, working with you, not under you. They work with you. They're not under you. So y'all working together. Implement that so y'all can become a better team to be more effective. Rather, it's your own business or you're working for somebody else. This is what your life becomes. This is who you are. Now, I don't know what level you are in your situation, but when you master this, you're going to climb. Even if you don't climb within that same nucleus you're in, somebody else going to see it in you and say, man, I like you. You ain't, And then they're going to want to pour you into what they're doing. And with all these new companies coming about, man, you got companies like WeWork. You got like 30 new companies in one little office. They're going to expand out and get offices, bigger offices, and then they're going to be looking to take on more people. You might be one of these new companies coming out, starting something else. I'm trying to tell you. In the world we live in now, ain't nothing stopping nobody from doing nothing. People doing all kinds of stuff. The world's ran off applications. You know, I spent a lot of time in New York a long time ago, and they had car service. So for $365, you gave this company $365 for the month. 
and you got unlimited car service rides. So this, this Lincoln Continental with tenant windows, a black Lincoln would come get you, take you anywhere in, in New York, five boroughs. You can go to the club, the restaurant, and when you're ready to leave, just call them back. So I need somebody to pick me up. And they got a fleet of Lincolns all over the place. You had to get in the cab. So instead of having a car note and insurance and inspection and parking and traffic, boom, you just call car service. So what happened? The rest of the world called on. Now we got what? Uber. Same situation. Except you pay ride to ride. And then Uber had had competition to bring balance and harmony in that situation, so they wouldn't corner the market and y'all live. And they all run off of applications on your phone. So I did. Some kids here, and they were like, listen, the assistant started uh, Uber. The sister lived in New York. She was going to school in D.C. But she sold it. The King of Arabia bought it for a couple billion. You see that? A school student. She knew about the car service, you know, being from a big city. She knew, you know, how effective car service was. She knew when she came to Philly, she had to get in the cab. You know, the cab drivers, they're going to take you for a long ride. They know you're not from the city. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but it's, I can, you know, the mindset of a New Yorker. You know, I can imagine how she felt when she was looking at the, the mileage meter and he just riding around, you know. She figured, how can I make the situation better? How can I bring the luxury of my city to the world? And she did it. And then sold it, which you supposed to do. Once the business grows to a certain height, you know, you dump it. You, well, you give it to the next person because they're going to hopefully grow it and not destroy it. And something that populated, it couldn't be destroyed. And then you get a man like that, he's not buying things to destroy it. It helps his business, which is oil, when these cars need fuel, and that's the way he looked at it. You get more car, more drivers on the road, and they buy more gas, and I'll, I'll profit both ways. He ain't dumb. Tank Abdul ain't dumb. So what's that next app that's going to change the planet like Google did? It's coming. It could be in your mind right now. But are you ready for that app to say, hey, here I am? I choose you? Huh? The app going to choose you? Are you ready to handle a company like Google? That's going to be inside of every phone and on every computer almost? Damn near running the planet? Quiet as kept? You know, before Google, we had Yahoo. Yahoo's still around. I mean, it ain't going away. Then you had AOL before all of them. And when they was heightened at daytime, they was just like, you know, what we look at Google now. Nobody thought they would be replaced or something better would come along, but it did. So when that next company to innovate this planet is on the surface and about to break through the ether and enter the mind of the individual who will birth it into physical reality, hopefully that person is in a position where they have enough self-discipline to take it and not get afraid. 
And just like that young African-American sister did from New York City, started this multi-billion dollar company and sold it. Same difference, people. Same, same, same difference. Okay? Same difference. And then how do you help to... See, let me tell you how important this is. The true definition of business problem solving is the solution to a concern from one entity to the next. Whatever I have, whether it's a product or service, I need customers, right? If you can bring me customers, you can solve my problem, then I have to compensate you. So it's about channeling people in a direction. There you go, and that's it, right there. It's about channeling people into a direction for product or service. One hand washes another. You help each other. So all these companies out here need what? Somebody to help them grow their business. Some companies don't have a problem attracting people. They have the attraction. But like the sister said, it's not always in having as it will even maintain. Or improving on customer service. How can that customer experience be better? So when the competition do come, they'll stick with us like a loyal customer and not just jump on the bandwagon. All this ties in self-discipline, all it ties into harmony, all it ties into balance. How you say? Because once you change you and become a better you and others see this in you, then they want you or want to work with you or partner with you, then things improve for you and them. When, when, In order to think higher, sometimes you got to go higher and then look down. It's like when I was in California, I got on a tram. A tram is like a trolley. So you took like the 10, the 34, the 36, or the 11, one of them trolleys, and you took them off the track and, and lift them, like a ski lift. That's what a tram is. It's a ski lift, but it's the size of a trolley. So you had a trolley on a ski lift going up a mountain. So I'm in Southern California, and it's pretty warm. On the ground, it's like 100 or something. So you get on the tram, you go up in the mountain, and when you get to the top, you're about 2,000 feet elevation, and the people look like ants. And the weather is like 60 degrees, but when you look down and you see the grid of the city, it changes your perspective. I know a lot of people say, why people climb mountains? Because the view you get, when you look down, it changes you. People don't climb mountains because they're daredevils and they want to die. Certain kind of people climb mountains, and you know what type of people they are. I ain't saying go mountain climbing. 
So if you can catch a tram, that'd be nice one day. You can go somewhere where there's a mountain range, there's a tram. Go up, go go to a higher elevation and look down. Because once you come back down to this elevation, I mean, this is all on just the physical level. We ain't even getting into the spiritual side of things. But in order to see things differently, sometimes you got to look down on the situation. You know, like an eagle when he's praying. Because pray can be spelled two ways, P-A-R-A-Y or P-R-E-Y. Now, praying, I don't mean always looking for uh, um, his dinner. It could be a solution to a problem. He might need a bush to build a nest. So his wife can have AIDS. So he has a solution to a problem because he's looking down. And that's why the eagle is so referenced to so many things, especially here in America, because of the height and the altitude and then the vision that he gets, he or she, when they're looking down. Things look different from above, people. And I ain't saying I'm floating in the sky. I literally went up on the elevation, and when I looked down, I seen things differently. When I got back down to this elevation, it was a little different. That's all I'm saying. So imagine you're in a grid, okay, and there's a company. You say, "Mm, what does that company need? So if you pull, let's say mentally, in your mind, you meditated, and you you went up in your mind, and then only in your mind, your body's still on the ground, and then you look down on on a situation, like a pyramid. You're sitting there, and your, your energy is going up. It reaches a point, and then you look down at another point. So you, you can see the point you at, and you're looking down at the point in which you're, you're concerned with. You say you're trying to partnership with somebody, and then you say, well, how can I improve that situation? How can I be a solution to their concern? Now, that question will be answered within you. But without that self-discipline, how are you going to implement that action? So you're going to complete the pyramid by crossing a straight line and going to the source of where the help is needed because you've seen it from above and you look back down on it. So now you formed a perfect pyramid or triangle into your situation. This is the mathematics part, and I'm getting mathematical because we're about to end the call. So, and I only do this at the end because I don't want to lose so many people, but it's something to ponder on, and if I do lose you, please go online and look back on this conversation and listen again with your earplugs in so nothing can distract you. If you can do that on a daily basis, I guarantee you the benefit will be coming to you that's what I mean about people seeing the change in you. So when you walk in that door to that interview or that potential partnership as you come in as a 1099 or even a W-2, the person can sense that you're there because they have a concern. And during that conversation, they will understand that you are the missing piece to the puzzle to solve their problem. 
because you have the solution. The person will understand that this is a win-win situation because you now you know what their concern is because you've looked down. You've done your homework. They have the concern. You have the solution. Things you will say in that conversation, your body language, your nonverbal communication, and then your verbal communication will allow them to know that you know what their concern is and you have the solution and how you will implement the solution effectively. So your efforts will improve and because you'll occupy a space Occupation, occupation, you occupy space, in turn, you will be compensated for the occupation of the space. Concern, solution, balance, harmony. All right, I hope you got that big picture. It wasn't that complicated, hopefully. You can close your eyes and kind of vision what I was saying. Mary Jane. Rick James. Well, good people. I'm three minutes over my time, and I enjoy each and every moment with you. Okay? Hopefully we can build in the future. We will. For those that live day by day and not shaping it tomorrow, when you hope, I believe we will see each other. <laughs> we will continue these conversations. You understand? And uh, we continue to grow, build, and elevate each other. You know, one hand washes another. Somebody going to be affected by this conversation. Guess what's going to happen? They're going to succeed and they're not going to forget about this conversation. And then guess what's going to happen? Others will be helped from this one conversation. And that's just beautiful, in my opinion. Just beautiful. Very beautiful. So you'll grow to a point where you'll make it look easy. And remember... It ain't easy being cheap. So peace and love. Chill, you got anything you want to say before I end the call, bro? Chilly Willy. Chill, chill. Going once? Going twice? All right, people. Peace and love. I'm fine. I'm right here, man. My battery going dead, my bad. Uh-huh. I'm going crazy with it. You don't even know. Yeah. Yo, what a show, man. You just dropping bullets tonight, ain't you? You, 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 you mad or something? <laughs> so, you know, I have, you know, my Bala my, my Kingwood and Center City. You know, I do what I do, man. Yeah, you're doing it big, man. Everybody else wearing the wig. They look crazy right now. Look at them. I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, chill. We have no clue. Yeah. What? Chill, you witnessed it, man. You you followed me from Chestnut Hill to Bala Kenwood, all the way downtown, man. Hell yeah. 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 
You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, you know, joke, man. Yeah, still doing it. You know, I can't stop, man. You know, I love helping people. And I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I really uh, enjoy sharing information to help more people. That's what I'm talking about. Because if you don't stop doing it, we're going to have a problem. We're going to never get nothing done. Yeah, and it's kind of... All right, I ain't gonna hold y'all, old man. Peace and love, man. Listen, next Sunday we in, we in it, we in it to win it. I appreciate you though. All right, people, I'm so sorry, but um, phew, I had technical difficulties real quick. But, yeah, that was where I live, and people, as I say before, we thank you freedom of speech, freedom to grow, and freedom to learn to know. That's why I call it Sound City Radio. All I ask y'all to do is be real, be safe, and be ready. Look, you already know I wasn't ready, so let me talk about brushing your neck. That's another story. Yo, um, don't forget about On Point Radio. It's going big, y'all. We just did a comedy show. You got to check out everybody on the on Network. You just got to go on www.talkshoot.com, pull up on point underscore radio. Now, when you go on www.talkshoot.com, you also can check out all of the stations and the shows on Sound City Radio. When you go on... Sound underscore city radio. Now, we got some people in the building. DJ Killer Cow, you want to say hi, man? Amen. All right. Yeah, this Sound City. This Sound City? Yeah. What's up, radio? What's up, Sound City? 
And that's it. All right, now, see, we just getting funky. We got Mrs. Craig came in the building from all over from Kentucky. She's co-chilling. DJ Philly Joy out there. She co-chilling about to do a show on Monday night. Y'all, hope y'all take time to check it out because it's going to be y'all that, baby. She ain't playing. We ain't playing. Nobody playing. We all right here. Now, if you got any questions, comments, or even concerns, you can email me at will underscore, no, will.ofgod at my.com. That's will, that's DJ underscore chill at my.com. Did I switch it up on y'all? Yeah, I did. I did it on purpose. I do that sometimes. Just to see what time y'all is. You know what I'm saying? Somebody got to do it. But think about what we're about to do is blow up. Because now, since y'all showed up, we got to give y'all some information. Feel me? Now, when I say out, obviously means, you know, obviously you talk. So I'm not going to say it quite yet. But people, don't forget about the daggone cookout. Yeah. Guess who's having a daggone party? Uh-huh. It's called Uptown Entertainment Old School Days Reunion Event, April 28th. DJ Big Brother going to be in the building, y'all. Yeah, that's one of our brothers, man. He be Coachella, man. Y'all just don't even have a clue. And guess who else? Comedian Jay Money. And you're going to have comedian Nicole Spain with host Chase Smith. This is all happening at Temptations, April 28th, with DJ Cool B on the wheels, too. And I can't forget about the Firestorm Band <laughs> and uh, um, Advance and Sunny Shine. You know, and there's a lot of other people that's coming in, too. DJ Cutmaster and DJ Smooth. Yo, wait until y'all take advantage. Now, you see I'm having problems with my dad going in there, but don't talk about him. Don't about him. Then do something about it. I don't know. Look, <laughs> I got his job feeling like a place school days. Yo, we got any music right now? Because I'm feeling it. There you go. I'm just trying to get everything right while I'm doing this. Because for some reason, they will not let me get in the internet. So you got to play it off sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm being indignant. I'm telling y'all the truth. And the stages are being switched live on the radio. How y'all doing, people? Unbelievable. Yeah, y'all did not hear that. Did y'all, y'all did not hear that. I know y'all didn't. All right, so, you know, I'm just stalling for time. I'm just stalling, stalling, stalling. Because I just can't get in and turn this thing on switch off. Why? Because my internet's having problems. This is life, y'all. But we, too, shall survive. Oh, I got the light. Thank God. All right, now we got it. I'm back. What? 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 Wait a minute. Who's out? 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.